Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to uh, Battle Plan. Today, we're going to continue our spiritual warfare small group series on Battle Plan uh, based on my search for Prayers Satan Hates, um, a free downloadable PDF transcript of this podcast and the questions at the end are available on our website at active-faith.org. Father, help me start each day talking to you, seeking your way. Tune my heart to hear your voice. Help me as I make each choice. Help my mind to see your plan. Give me strength to know I can. Open my eyes to see your ways. Help me be faithful all my days. Ephesians 6, 11 and 12 talks about putting on our armor. NLT says, put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Now, this is the beginning of the most famous passage in the Bible on spiritual warfare. Let's take a quick look at this introductory statement that sets the tone for this vital discussion. Have you ever heard somebody say, I am my own worst enemy? That's false. Your true enemies, your worst enemies are unseen and powerful. Christians are in a battle, an epic, life-changing struggle for their very lives. It's like saying there are generals, captains, sergeants, and privates among the enemies you're up against. Principalities, power, spirits, and authorities. Generals, captains, sergeants, and privates. In football, everybody's got to gear up. Pretend you're on a team and the game is scheduled for noon. You and your teammates take your bag of gear, your helmet, your shoulder pads, your cleats, and you congregate with your team on your side of the field, your half of the field, at 11.45, just before a noon kickoff. Your teammates and you carry your, your equipment bags out onto the field and sit down and have a picnic lunch. You notice the referees gathering around the field and the stands fill up and you hear a loud whistle and the other team comes running towards you as the kickoff comes your way. You're enjoying a sandwich. They attack and many of you and your comrades are injured and you say, why do bad things happen to good people like us? And I say, did you gear up? Did you put on your armor? Spiritually, that's what Christians are commanded to do each day. But few people take that seriously. Did you know that God made unseen kingdoms? Colossians 1, 16, NLT says, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made things we can see and things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. That's very interesting, isn't it? So there are unseen rulers, authorities, kingdoms, and thrones in the unseen world. This implies territorial authorities, angelic and demonic, depending on who these unseen rulers and authorities report to. Some report to God and some report to Satan. We call those demons. In the unseen realm, remember, there's only two kingdoms. God's kingdom of light, and then there's the kingdom of darkness. Satan is called the god of this world. There's no gray angels. They're either on the side of light 
or they're on the side of darkness. Ephesians 6 verse 10 NLT says a final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. When you become a Christian, you're making an eternal covenant with God and you're in his family now, adopted, co-heir with Christ. Galatians 3, 29. So if you belong to Christ, you're now part of Abraham's family and you'll be given what God has promised. You might think you're fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but you're not. You're doing battle against evil forces that are not visible in this world. You're fighting unseen, powerful enemies, evil spirits living in a dimension where they can see us and work against us, but we can't yet see them. Scripture also teaches that our unseen enemies are powerful, smart, and organized. They're called mighty powers. But don't be discouraged because 1 John 4, 4, New Century Version teaches us, my dear children, you belong to God. And have defeated him because God's spirit who is in you is greater than the devil who is in the world. Ephesians 6.13 uh, GWT says, for this reason, take up all the armor that God supplies. Then you'll be able to take a stand during these evil days. Once you've overcome all obstacles, obstacles, you'll be able to stand your ground. You see, putting on all the armor of God isn't just suggested, it's commanded, and it's for your own protection. If you do, then God makes you a promise here that you'll be able to stand your ground against your enemies. Bank on it. Lord, I realize that whether I live or die in this battle, I will survive since Jesus conquered death. Death holds no power over me anymore, and just as your loyal servants in the Days past gave their all for you. I'm willing to do that right now, too. Help me stand firm on the ground you put me in charge of. In Jesus' name. So in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest part of your personal battle plan might be to consider the following discussion thoughts. One, have you ever thought about your unseen enemies having power and great intelligence and specific strategies? Now that you know they do, Discuss how you might have experienced this in the past, even if you didn't realize it at the time. Number two, how can you ensure your own survival in the face of many difficulties in daily life? What does scripture say to do? And number three, discuss specific practical ways you can apply your spiritual armor on a daily basis. And let me remind you to keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.